0: Welcome to the Manor.
1: Welcome back to the Twin Terrors, Macabre Manor, Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody.
0: And I'm now for... And I'm James.
1: (laughs) I was wondering if you were going to try to work that in there somehow.
0: (laughs) Sorry. Welcome back to the It's. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about him. (laughs) How can you forget about the It's guy? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what,
1: and one of the things we're going to talk about in this episode, one of the comments I had about it was there was a def- definite lack of Michael Palin.
0: Oh, well. But I'll,
1: I'll tell you where that's at later. I'll be
0: interested <laughs> to see, because we're actually talking about a few different Money Python things this episode. Yeah. Continuing in the grand tradition of both doing 50th anniversaries, but also slightly being off from those. <laughs> we're we're slightly off as it is (laughs) doctor says we're getting better (laughs) but if the brits and the yanks could somehow put things out in the same year we wouldn't have these issues that's a good point (laughs) looking at you python and douglas adams (laughs) so yeah this episode but we're going to talk about the 50th anniversaries of the movie and now for something completely different yep and the 50th anniversary of the german shows monty python did yeah and they were maybe, kind of cool maybe they were kind of cool and maybe a couple other things we'll we'll see yeah jody knows actually what i'm drinking sort of because i already tagged him in the app that shall not be named but i was yes. wrong before i tell you my idiocy would you like to tell me what you're drinking or do you want to hear my idiocy first
1: i'll, I'll go first i am drinking a a porter ooh actually actually found a, found a company's enjoying that <laughs> i i am it's it's good it's by uh heretic Her- heretic brewing company out of california uh it's their chocolate hazelnut porter i have had that and you're right it is good it it is um although i'm i'm tasting i'm not tasting as much chocolate as i would prefer and i'm not really tasting I have a problem with things with hazelnut that I really can't taste any fucking hazelnut in them. I don't know why there's, there was a hazelnut Snickers that came out a couple of years ago that I was like, Oh yeah, chocolate hazelnut Snickers. And then it was just like, it's, I can't taste the hazelnut. I was disappointed. It is good. I, I'm enjoying it.
0: Yeah. I've had a couple of places. I had a, a wise guy. It's sort of a, it's a pizza place, but they have a little bourbon bar. That's like a speakeasy that, I think I've mentioned in the podcast because you've talked about your speakeasy places. Yeah. Yeah. But I've also had it at Kuma's. Ooh. Kuma's. Yeah. I'm glad you like. So, so your review would be, uh, um, for example.
1: 3.75 because I'm not tasting enough hazelnut.
0: <laughs> but it's still good.
1: It It is. Yeah. Yeah. I'd recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, when we first started talking with our pre banter stuff, I was drinking Laganitas's Equinox, uh, an oat pale ale, which is good. It's good. I like it. But I've been drinking some weird things. And this one doesn't match up with our episode, because I've been pulling things out of the back of my beer closet. And I've been finding all these things. I'm like, Oh, yeah, I should drink that. Because even though it's 8%, I've had it in here for two years.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I have this beer that I've had before. I'm showing Jody the, the thing right now. It's Lagunitas's yeah. Hairy Eyeball. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and it's good. It's good. I like it. It's an American strong ale, hoppy, deep, malty. It's really good. But what I didn't realize until I popped the top and poured it, and I'm going to show Jody my glass of – you see how golden this is? Yes. Because I used the Hairy Eyeball bottle to brew or to, to hold my mead. I didn't look at the top <laughs> that says – h.m. for honeymead <laughs> i'm technically drinking underhill brewings honeymead <laughs> <laughs> nice i do wow. have
1: a bottle of meat that's unopened i could that, that's not the one i bought for you
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, to join me in mead and open up my bottle i understand because there's you can get another <laughs>
1: I could. They were trying to get me to buy one yesterday, and I'm like, I got one at home that I haven't opened yet. So I got two at home that I haven't opened, but one of them is not for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I would understand.
1: True, but the one I have for you is first batch.
0: Ooh, there's something special about first batches.
1: Yes, but, it was yeah. it was a good batch, too. <laughs> okay, that was
0: my question, because sometimes it first was, batches suck.
1: <laughs> it was. It was good, yes.
0: All right, so we're going to start with and uh, now for something completely different, right? Yeah, yeah. Just so you know, I have notes on the actual thing, but I don't have notes about. Wait, how should I say this? <laughs> the background. I have notes on I, the background. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't have notes on the actual okay. movie. You'll I, see. You'll see. And what that's
1: I mean. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I think that's probably okay because because the actual movie. There's not a whole lot to say about it, um, but I'll, I'll, why don't, why don't we go over your notes on the background and then we can explain why there's not really much to say about it.
0: Okay. That was good. So again, as I've mentioned, okay. I, I read all the Pythons autobiographies and, and, and different books about the Python. So most of these come from those half a dozen to a dozen books I read and During the writing of the second series, which is an arc that we recorded a year ago, but literally a month or two ago, just finally finished putting out. (laughs) Victor Lowndes, head of London Playboy, wanted to do a film and eventually sold the idea to Hugh Hefner. Mm -hmm. Got the Pythons on board because they wanted to do, you know, they thought a feature film would be really cool. And of course, you know. Yeah even now people some people enjoy playboy back in the day this is 50 years ago playboy was the epitome of classy smut oh
1: yeah yes
0: (laughs) there's there's actually a really (laughs) awesome simpsons episode about this
1: late 70s
0: ah yeah good simpsons episode where bart finds old play dudes you know and and he, he gets his playhouse his treehouse to be a playboy club he's like Ring a ding, ding! Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <it's>, so anyway, <laughs> yes, uh, they there's a party at the Playboy Club on October 22nd, 1970. Mm-hmm. So it came out 50 years ago. Obviously, they started the whole process before, right? And then they started filming October 26th, 1970. Okay. Terry Jones did not like the filming techniques. Interesting they they all wish but especially terry wish that there'd been more original material because jokes behind desks just don't work well on the big screen like they do on the small screen right six weeks of filming they were done by the end of 1970 except for some dubbing Mm -hmm. the movie was actually supposed to be for the american audiences hence getting hugh hefner involved but it really did not go that great there. They actually did much better in England where people had already seen the show partially due to support of the show. Yeah. Gilliam refused to let his fellow Americans lower standards by taking out the upper-class Twit of the year, (laughs) which is actually one of my favorite skits from the original series. And yeah. And uh, it's, it's the only non Python owned Python product. It's, Owned by Playboy.
1: Yes. Um, I, yeah, because all the Python stuff is on Netflix now. So, uh, Flying Circus. I, I say all the Python stuff. Flying Circus is on there. The the, tur- the the two German episodes are on there, and I know Holy Grail and Life of Brian are on there. I think Meaning of Life is too. And then the the all the like the live films and specials those are all up on netflix and now something completely different is not i have it
0: yeah uh, between netflix and uh i i have amazon so i also have britbox and between those britbox with amazon Uh, so between those two things with that netflix i i know i can get everything everything except for this one yeah playboy which the python's weren't mm-hmm. happy with but they were also okay because that meant they could stop by the mansions or clubs at any time according to idol <laughs> <And> <laughs> gilliam, i'm sure they did and they did because gilliam said that's the part of america john aspires to blondes with big tits <laughs> <laughs> actually I, I mean i think of well, what i've got one more note here but any edit people stop laughing halfway through where and suddenly there's no plot just laughter which goes back to to jones's thing about not liking the technique and another yeah. other than that my other note is personally it's not my favorite i think it's a bit stilted doing the skits for a larger screen when it, they're mm-hmm. made for small screen and just i would say just watch the flying circus in their later, later movies and not even worry about getting it oh and here's my note that goes with what jody said plus yeah. because of copyright issues it's the hardest to get
1: yeah yeah I, I would differ a little bit if, if, if you've not seen Flying Circus, and you want an introduction to Monty Python, it's probably okay to, to get this or watch it. Um, it. It would be a decent introduction. Maybe not the best, but it would be a decent introduction, I think. Um, I, yeah, it, it really, I mean, because they didn't add anything new. The, all the skits were skits that had been in Flying Circus. If I remember correctly, the skits weren't new; they were refilmed, like like what James was saying—a a cheaply made set for television, you know. Um, but in the movie, they filmed it in an actual pub. So I mean, I guess I guess that would be my thing. That would be the only improvement over the original skits is that they actually had better locations because some of these were on actual locations instead of in a you know TV studio on a cheap set but i think those cheap sets were kind of what gave you know the the skits in the series some of the humor
0: yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, you either go cheap and funny or go all out and make it something and they didn't really do that is in between yeah yeah but that that's that's what i have on
1: <laughs> okay yeah yeah i i, uh, I yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> are, you, are you ready to move on or
1: i i am yes yeah all
0: right so the german shows the Fliegender Zirkus. uh-huh which by the way every time i read that i think of uh the flying dutchman uh-huh uh, because that's fledgender in dutch which is close to the Flegender in german uh-huh and would you like to know who solved the awesome hornus of the flying dutchman ship who Scrooge McDuck <laughs> I, yeah
1: I figured that's what it was
0: uh, <laughs> actually I've, I'd like to do an episode on that because the whole the whole thing of the Flying Dutchman's really cool but I won't get into that now
1: <laughs> you know I'm proposing right now every time you say Scrooge McDuck we take a drink
0: I'm down with that <laughs> it's only when you say it though okay sounds good <laughs> <fair. laughs> All right. So the German shows.
1: <laughs> yes. Now, have- I did watch these again. So
0: cool. Would you like to go first? You want to talk about your things and then I'll uh, go to my things or?
1: No, you, you go first. I'll just jump in.
0: All right, so my first few bits are more context and background. Okay. And then, then I've got just notes on the episodes. Mm-hmm. And I'll say December 10th, 1970. So again, Late 1970, this is, you know, just after their second series. They're starting to get famous. All these people want to work with them like Playboy. December 10th, 1970, they started talks for doing Bavarian TV shows. The Munich show was recorded July 1971 with writing starting at least as far back as mid-May. The German shows are great. Uh, The first episode is in German. Yes. And the second is in English. Mm Mm-hmm here unlike like and now for something completely different you will actually find some hilarious things that aren't anywhere else yes
1: although a few of the skits were from flying circus oh yes yeah yeah but but yeah there were some new skits so the first episode was all new stuff well known it was because they did uh well, I don't know if you were going to talk about any of the skits they did in the first episode.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, a little bit.
1: Well, yeah. I'll, I'll wait. Some some of the some of the stuff from the first episode was redone in German. Some of the stuff in the second episode was were actual skits that had that were just taken from Flying Circus and, and dropped in. But there were new skits in the second one too.
0: Yeah. Uh, so one of the best stories that I could find is that they were taken to an ex concentration camp as a historical thing. But they, they weren't sure why, but it was closing, and they weren't going to be allowed in, even though they're celebrities, until Graham Chapman goes, tell them we're Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they Brilliant. Were, they were allowed in. <laughs> Dude,
1: that was a genius move. Yep. <laughs> genius.
0: And uh, for context, woo! So get ready. I was, I was
1: taking a drink right as you said that. Uh,
0: perfect. Perfect timing. Yeah. On September 15th, they leave for Munich after a delay at the airport because they were checked for weapons because this was during the Olympic shootings.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the yeah. Uh, Munich 72 uh, Olympics.
0: Yeah. The whole Israeli versus Palestinian issue thing was rearing its ugly head. And yeah, they uh, oh, Terry Jones's mother passed away while he was in Munich. Oh, ooh,
1: didn't know that. That
0: sucks. Bummer. Yeah. Graham's theory that German sentence construction is similar to Latin so that you can't have subtlety and humor as one can in English.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Kind of agree with. <laughs> yeah. Eric Idle wrote Eric, the half a bee. He wrote it while he was all fucked up on schnapps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. You know, I didn't realize Idle was the one
1: that wrote that because Cleese is the one that sings.
0: it. Cleese sang it. And he wrote it along with John Cleese. Okay who was dressed as Little Red Riding Hood in a Bavarian restaurant while in Germany. And you will see what that comes from when we get to those episodes. (laughs) So you can just picture six foot, whatever the fuck he is, three or five, John Cleese in a Little Red Riding Hood outfit in a Bavarian restaurant, fucked up on schnapps with Eric Idle, starting to sing, Eric the (laughs) Half-A-Bee.
1: oh yeah and you know, i'm glad you actually brought that song up because uh, we'll get to that later
0: <laughs> excellent yeah uh, during the second german filming because there are two episodes yes i think we mentioned yeah they went to a huge german festival called naklerberg with a strong dark beer called stargator inside a huge polliner tent and for 10 marks you could conduct the Oompa band and jones did so but turned it into a tease to piss off a table of older men wearing nazi regalia oh oh,
1: oh yeah yeah i think i would have yeah
0: and i think we've already uh, talked about how jones likes to strip down anyway
1: <laughs> yeah 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 that's uh yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> some of the other notes so those are mostly from the biography things You can actually get some nice, decent background from Wikipedia if you just want the more dry background and not quotes. Yeah. You know, the German TV producer who came to them and was excited. He came to England, saw it, and he's like, oh, this is so innovative and absurd sketches. We must invite them to Germany. Yep. That's my German accent when I'm not prepared. I I noticed. (laughs) One of the best things, though, is that you'll see that Eric Idle described the conception of the specials as... The Germans came to us and said, look, we haven't got a sense of humor, but we understand that you do. Can we use yours?
1: (laughs) That's kind of a good way to describe it, I think.
0: (laughs) And uh, Terry Jones recalls the inquiry as an opportunity to do silly things in Germany. Yep. Uh, And they did. (laughs) They did. And the first episode was released in Germany, January 3rd, 1972, which is why it's the 50th anniversary. Yep. But the pythons did not, and we'll kind of get to more of this in a second. They did not care overly much for doing it in German. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Then
1: nobody, none of them spoke German. They had to learn their lines phonetically, didn't they?
0: Yeah. Yeah. In fact, actually, I'm now ready to start getting to the skits. And that's a a perfect segue into that. You are. Yeah. Okay.
1: I, you know, and I just, I just rewatched these and the only, how many, how many skits from flying circus did they use in the first episode because Uh, because i'm only thinking of one and it's 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 not re it's they 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 refilmed it in germany so it's it's not like they used it's it's not like they pulled the skit out of the the original episode and and stuck it in there it's they they refilmed it
0: right so i actually have a few notes on the skits kind of in order so i think we'll get to that is that okay if we we do that yeah
1: yeah that'll work
0: cool love the intro yeah it starts with the lady news presenter in the studio yes the
1: and she actually was a news presenter
0: yeah and I, a german yeah yeah she, she's talking about the pythons talking about their background and who they are when suddenly the backdrop falls away and you realize she's outside and two men in scuba gear gear come up and drag her way into the lake yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's not a good way to show the germans how absurd this english group is i don't know what is
1: oh kudos to her for being a good sport about being willing to do that
0: oh she played it straight the whole time she kept she talking. did too she's because she's still
1: reading the script as she's being <laughs> dragged away into the water <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's awesome and then they did a Animation with an Al for something completely different. go into the Albrecht durer sketch because when they filmed it in 1971, released in 72, it was his 500th birthday. Yeah, so when they were in Germany they they saw all like this is a huge celebration. Yeah, I loved it because they just kept getting things wrong about the artist. <laughs>
1: that was it's one of those running gags throughout the episode things too.
0: yeah. Yeah, That's great, and then they go to they 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 cut away and they spoke to an Australian, which is the hat with the corks and drinking like the brew sketch from series yeah. two. Yeah, <laughs> I know as much about Durer as I do about kangaroo rectum. Well, <laughs> the kangaroo's bum is a tight little hiney. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm, I'm I'm thinking, are they really? Yeah, yeah, he really said that German word for ass, didn't he? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Oh I know a few German cuss words
0: as <laughs> <laughs> so if you were there for a year <laughs> or year and a half. Uh, close, yeah. <laughs> so So my only other, other note with this sketch before he comes back later is Durer would fit in well with our podcast because that bastard's a bit macabre himself. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll keep going if, if I go too far past anything you have, just let me know.
1: Okay, I'll stop you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Stop. The... Oh, I'm done no. <laughs> so I'm not going to give much of this but if you've ever wanted to watch cows do Shakespeare you should watch this
1: <laughs> that is funny
0: <laughs> and of course you have Chapman and drag yeah which isn't all that unusual <laughs>
1: uh, no uh, yeah it's uh, yeah.
0: like Jody said uh, the Albrecht Ditter sketch is always referenced because there's constant bumps between that and the Dr. Farmer sketches Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the most part, though, these were not out of the typical realm of a Monty Python sketch, except for the environment being the German countryside. Yeah. Uh, but then you do come to Little Red Riding Hood, where Cleese is dressed up as a masculine red who splits wood with hands. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I love that the big bad wolf is a little wiener dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dressed up as a wolf, and you actually see the handler put him in certain spots.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious.
0: And a callback to the Buzz Aldrin show from Series 2, because instead of Granny's House, it's NASA with Buzz Aldrin. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Showing to make fun of Americans quite well. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And the silly Olympics origin is here, although it's used later in in different various things. Mm -hmm. But, But they did it because of the 1972 Olympics were in Munich. Yeah. And then I'm assuming the next sketch is the one that you were referencing about it being an original Python, but they turned it into German.
1: Okay. Wasn't there kind of a game show thing they did first?
0: Could have been. I must have not cared enough to make notes. So yeah. If you got something. Yeah. Well, I
1: just, yeah, well, I, I just I, because because there was there was some kind of a game show where like like Eric Idle came on and, and he, he made some claim about something and Cleese's character calls him out on it being a lie, and,
0: and oh, stake your claim, stake your
1: claim, yeah. yeah and, then, right. and then, like, like Palin was on there, and it, and see, that this this is this is actually my complaint about this episode is there's not really. It was almost like they focused more on Cleese than anybody else. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but it was kind of like at the cost of the rest of the group. And know, it seemed yeah. like Palin was the one who got the least amount of screen time up to this point. And so it was like Palin was on there and then he, you know, Cleese ran him off and he comes back at the end of it and he's like, oh, you know, I want to, I want to say this. And Cleese is like, no, oh, the show's over, <laughs> you know, go away. And and he goes, I didn't want to do this anyway. I wanted to be a lumberjack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they, they kind
0: did. of shoehorned that in didn't they
1: <laughs> yeah yeah they shoehorned the the lumberjack skit in a song lumberjack song and uh but th- but they refilmed it and all the lyrics are in german
0: <laughs> and Palin did hate trying to set that up with as jody said the doing the german by phonetics
1: <laughs> yeah and it, it's it's funny to watch it because i think whether or not you have if you're watching it on netflix i think whether or not you have subtitles turned on because the language is german they show it with subtitles regardless i think that's actually embedded in the episode i don't think that's something you could turn off
0: oh i wonder because yeah it does show up and i don't have subtitles on
1: yeah and i i mean it's funny because i i, I mean you know practically have that song memorized and <laughs> and, and it's 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 just funny to hear it in German and see the English translation of the German and it doesn't match up with the original English lyrics all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you can't, can you?
1: <laughs> no, no, because you're translating it from German. I mean, you know, it's just, it's, it's hilarious to watch, but I mean, you can, you can tell Palin was kind of struggling with it.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's said. funny.
1: <laughs> But yeah, it's like it's it's almost funny to watch him just try to get it out.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, and of course he's wearing later hosen instead of a lumberjack outfit. Yeah, and instead of mounties, you've got the course wearing military uniforms. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> do you want to point out the original song is by Palin and Jones and Tomlinson, who we Fred we've talked about from the series one, the Ant and Introduction episode. Yes. So, if you want to listen to our take on that, go back and listen to Series 1, or three or four episodes. Yeah. My, my favorite one, actually, is the next one. Because even though all these were new, I thought this was hilarious. The Bavarian Restaurant Sketch. Yes. It's very original. It's German culture. Makes fun of German philosophy and American tourists. Yes and you should when you watch this not only is it hilarious look at the background people because they're not all actors look at the faces of the non-production people that were at the restaurant while this was being filmed yes (laughs) yeah yes i'll have the smack in the head with warm water shoved down my pants (laughs) yeah (laughs) because in bavaria it is a bavarian (laughs) and and, i mean yeah i
1: mean that was that was that's what always kills me about that one is uh Graham Chapman, but he's like us. He's botching the pronunciation. I mean, that's the stereotypical American (laughs) tourist thing overseas, is they've got the they've got the phrase book with them and they're reading out of the phrase book, but they don't know the nuances of the language and they're butchering the pronunciation. (laughs) Which is why we make fun of ourselves for doing that, because we, you know, (laughs) that because we know we're doing it and we don't mean to be offensive about it. It's just we suck.
0: You do. <laughs> but that's yeah. that's actually it for this episode, other than a wrap-up with a callback to the lady presenter uh, who comes back out of the lake and uh, Albrecht Durer. Yeah. But it's good. Yeah,
1: yeah the, the two scuba guys bring her back to her desk. <laughs> <laughs> She's still doing her doing her yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah, she was. That, that was even funnier.
0: Second episode, I don't actually have a lot of notes from, except for one of my notes that explain why I don't. But it was it was recorded in English, as we mentioned, and dubbed into the German for the German audience, but they just did it in English. This was the last TV show for Cleese, because what we're actually going to do here soon are our series three episode notes. And episode three was filmed in 1971 and 1972, and they were in between these two German episodes. And they might have been able to convince Cleese to stay except for... The insane Canadian and U.S. tour of 1973, which we may may talk about in the future, mm-hmm. but but Cleese was done. So this is Cleese's last episode with the Pythons, as far as TV goes. Okay, because then he, he comes back and does does movies. But I, I will say that I didn't. I loved the first German episode. I did not actually like this one very much. You could see the direction the troop was going to into between the season uh, series three and four. And you could tell that they weren't, oh, they just weren't really working well together. So yeah. it's good. It's fine. Not great.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, um, and, 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 uh, you know, like I said, several, several of these sketches were actually from what series three.
0: I mean, I, I, I like the intro with William Tell, who's a Swiss folk hero. That was kind of funny. Yeah. You know, yeah. Shows, shows him getting the arrow right into the apple and everybody cheers. And then they pan out and it shows the other 20 arrows that killed his son. <laughs> yeah. One. I'm going to give you my three quick notes and then you can do whatever. How's that? Okay. Love the Philosopher's Football Match. Yeah. Always been one of my favorite skits.
1: Yes. Uh, that's That's one that is in series three. Yep. If I remember right. Yeah.
0: And I thought Happy Valley, it's like. The special thing for this episode, this is where I meant that you could see the direction they're going into because series four, when we get there, they start doing more long drawn out things. Happy Valley, I thought was decent, but entirely too long. Finally agreeing with Jody on a Python sketch that went too long when he (laughs) talked about the whole Wimbledon Scottish alien invasion. Yes. But yeah, that those are my notes because I didn't think episode two was actually as good.
1: It's easier for me to watch because it's in English. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, because so many of the skits were from Flying Circus and were just, you know, pulled straight from it, it's kind of like, well, there's, you know, again, there's not, there's not as much new stuff. So, yeah, it's, I, I get that.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. yeah. I'm done with that unless you have extra things.
1: Um. No, no, I think that's, that's about it.
0: Well, Cool. So should we do the few extras? Yeah, yeah. all right, so around this time aroundish, yeah um, so Python started doing stage shows, they mm-hmm. did some albums, a couple other television things, uh, books, and I they none of these are my favorite media for Python, so I wasn't going to really do a whole lot. <laughs> so I have half a page of notes, and since Jody said, "Sure what the hell earlier, thought we'd <laughs> slip them in here. Yeah. Python started doing stage shows in 1971, their first farewell tour in 1973, for another example, <laughs> uh-huh. was to supplement the small amount they received from the TV show, which we talked about, where they, they got a raise in there and stuff, but it really wasn't all that much. Right. Cleese did join in the live shows around the time of the fourth season, so he wasn't in the fourth season, but he did live shows, for example, the Anything Goes song with him at the Amnesty show.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, they, they, for example live at the jury lane in 1974 which would become an album later on
1: yeah uh,
0: but other than that so um they do have some big two big live shows that we may do episodes on for example live at the hollywood bowl and the finale at the o2
1: yeah yeah i wouldn't mind doing episodes on those
0: yeah but those are actually later not during this time period
1: right right
0: you know i actually know those
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah i need to watch those both again but
0: oh definitely yeah uh, as far as television things my note is the fish slapping dance which i've mentioned as my favorite python sketch mm-hmm. it originated as a mayday euro special as the grimsby fish slapping dance recorded march 29 1971 okay a, a series three sketch yeah but originated actually for uh, a special and i have a few notes on albums and books um okay okay I, I, I didn't know if you had something on the other things no no gonna mention not a huge lot of detail but i don't really oh i just did ha huh, sorry i've got these notes <laughs> when i actually teach a course too and i do the same thing with my students where i start talking about something statistical or mathematical and i'll be talking about it and i'll go on and then i'll go back and i'll be like okay let's go back to my notes oh talked about that yep talked about that <laughs> i get excited <laughs> Uh, so, anyway, one of the things I love about the Pythons, and and I've listened to the audio, and it's good, but yeah. their facial expressions add so much that I would have gotten into them with an album, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have become the fan I am without the TV. Right.
1: Okay. I, I, I agree with that. So, I, I haven't really listened to the albums. The only one I have is the Monty Python Sings, and that's a compilation album of songs mostly from the the albums that they did but uh a couple of the song well several songs came out of the later movies
0: yeah Uh, yeah and these earlier albums were actually some songs but then also skits they would just do the yeah it's kind of like listening to you know as as we did eddie murphy and bill cosby and and sam kennison on cassette yeah so uh,
1: now my my understanding was that they 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 just did like new audio versions of some of the skits from Flying Circus, but they also did new skits too. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. That's
0: my understanding also.
1: Yeah. And then there were, there were songs, probably mostly written by Idol because he seems to be a very prolific songwriter. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) And I think you mentioned, did did it, was it after we started the episode where you mentioned that he and Cleese were the ones that wrote Eric, the half a bee.
0: Yeah. Yep. In Germany, getting tanked on schnapps.
1: Okay, because I may have talked about this because I think this was a series two sketch. Cleese's character, uh, Mister Eric Praline, going to get his fish license. Yep. For his pet (laughs) fish. Uh huh. Because you know he thought he had to have a license for all of his pets, and so they redid that one on one of the albums, and. Segged into the song Eric the half a bee and i I just knew the song and then later on when I actually watched Flying Circus, I saw the sketch and I didn't make the connection that that's Eric Praline the character singing about Eric the half a bee because he leads into that from the <laughs> from the from the the you know the 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 fish license sketch. <laughs>
0: yeah 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 they added it to the monty python's previous record album yeah which is funny because it's called the previous record even though it's yes. the record that just came out
1: yeah I, and i still haven't listened to I, you know i mean like i said I, i'm just familiar with the album monty python sings and that probably is my favorite song out of all the ones they've done <laughs> and they've done some really great ones
0: oh i i tend to like the ones where they make fun of the catholic church but uh, well, look.
1: those are good, too. I mean, yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Even the songs of theirs I don't like as much. I still like. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and if I remember right, Cleese was... He wasn't particularly fond of singing because he doesn't think he's got a great singing voice.
0: Yeah, and, and, which is why he does that weird... He, he, yeah. Jimmy see. He he's seen talks. Talks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I, and I mean, you know, I... Compared to Terry Jones, Michael Palin, Eric Idle, yeah. <laughs> Graham Chapman. Chapman didn't do very many songs, at least not that wound up on that Finally Python Sings album, but although Medical Love Song <laughs> That That's <is> pure gold. <laughs>
0: That's yes. That is hilarious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, anyway okay so i will mention uh, charisma records because their albums were released by bbc and charisma Mm
1: -hmm. uh,
0: because of the holy grail um, because charisma records had quite a few rock stars we'll talk about when we get there yeah that had a venn diagram overlapping of charisma records and the grail movie Mm -hmm. but assume we would talk more about that when we get to the holy grail
1: yeah yeah that's fine
0: and of course the august 72 uh, the albums are helping python become known in the states because we started getting albums over here Mm -hmm. and i just want to mention one thing about one book and i've honestly just so you know never read any of the books but their 1971 book monty python's big red book is hilarious because it was blue okay oh uh do tell lie. i've got notes on another book (laughs) (laughs) i had to scroll down the brand new monty python bach because there's only one O and the misspelling was meant to be. Yes. The 1973 book with permanent dirty fingerprints on the dust jacket causing many returns. And that had a cover that was a mock porn, tits and buns, a weekly look at church architecture with bare bottom (laughs) ladies so that you would have a smudged cover of soft core porn laying around your house. (laughs) Don't know if you have anything to add about that. I do not. Okay, and I have one more early mention, and that is, I probably won't get into the smaller touring shows, the books, or the records, except to mention, besides what I have, the mm-hmm. album Matching Tie and Handkerchief, 1973, was three-sided. One of the sides was double-grooved, and dependent on where you started the needle <laughs> as to which side you might get.
1: Remember them talking about that in one of the documentaries. <laughs> that is funny. Uh-huh.
0: Yep. So as good as they are, Python's animation is what makes them funny. Gilliam's art, their facial expressions as animations. Yes. And you don't get that on audio or reading, but that three-sided thing is hilarious. Yes. And evidently, my last note on here was made was drinking. Why bang the ugly neighbor when you have a hot wife at home? (laughs) Yeah. Meaning... If you can watch, okay, I get it. If you've watched the shows over and over and you want it in a new way, sure, the albums or books would be cool. Yeah.
1: If you're such a fan that you have to be a completist, I do get that. And, or, I mean, you know, and if, and if you want the songs, Monty Python Sings, the album, has, has a good collection, and it's got, I, I think it has all of the actual songs from the movies outside of, uh, sir robin's minstrels singing in holy grail but it's got the song knights of the round table
0: you know what else it has on there <laughs> sir oliver Cromwell.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah always look on the bright side of life from uh, oh and the brian song from life of brian and then it's got the several songs that were in uh, meaning of life
0: and uh quite a few songs from uh, the live of the hollywood bowl yes sit on my face and tell me that you love me (laughs) sit on my face and tell you i love you too life can be fine when we both 69 let each other's faces be blown away
1: uh something like that yeah no that was half of it but (laughs) yeah i i'm i'm guessing that actually originally comes from one of the movies or one of the albums
0: uh, well it could be from an album i thought it was just from the the life of the hollywood bull because i saw yeah, because they the did hollywood perform Bowl it first. there yes and and i'll be honest if i would have grown up like okay so i was born in the early 70s right which means as these things come out in the early 70s i'm not old enough to know
1: exactly yeah
0: so it is harder to get i probably would have been a completist at the time if i would have been born 10 years earlier i would have gotten the albums and books right being born a little later they weren't really around and you can get them now because of the internet but for like my first 20 years of python fandom i could not have no huh but you are right it first appeared on the monty python contractual obligation album (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i saw. i was looking this up Uh uh-huh french rendition of the song presented in edinburgh in 2003 translated the title as come in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> oh and evidently the monty python team approved of that translation
1: <laughs> oh i bet they did
0: <laughs>
1: ah, that's great
0: say pretty smart monty python in french sorry all right be right get that album too it's good it is good i enjoy it yeah So many, and uh, also, I know whenever we talk about Finland, I start going, Finland, Finland, Finland. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Didn't know if you had more. I was- um,
1: you- I, I do not. Well, very well then. Anything on anything? No, no. I think I'm, I think I'm good.
0: Cool. Well, this may actually just be one of our few Python one episode things. Yeah. Don't worry. Series three are coming up. It'll be at least two, if not three or four episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, yep. A note of sit on my face. And tell nope. me that you love me. I'll sit on your I face and not. tell you to check out our tunes. We're on Spotify and Google and Apple and Habine. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter and Instagram too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that rhymed in there somewhere. Uh yeah, it did. Some more. Sit on our face and give us a good review. <laughs> we'll sit on your face and give you our goo to. Oh. Some good mead. Apparently. Nothing like homemade mead for 13%.
1: There you go.
0: Okay, I should stop. I'm going to get worse if I don't.
1: I, yes, you will.
0: <laughs> I know from experience. <laughs> so I'm James. I'm Jody. We'll sit on your faces later. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. Bye. <laughs>
0: The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. First batches sometimes suck. Even when they don't suck, they're not, you know, they just don't have all Mm -hmm. the kinks worked out. Yeah. I said that already. You did. You know what they say. Those brew pubs, they really got me. dun it, dun dun Melange. Melange blanche the fuck's they called
1: (laughs) i know what you're talking about that was unexpected yeah
0: (laughs) nobody expected the spanish inquisition to sit on your face